edition for this month I have a really really special conversation with you that I have actually recorded back in June of this year and this conversation was part of my electronic music wellness summit which was my first virtual summit all centered around wellness in electronic music and so one of the conversations that I had was with the wonderful Nat Rich from I Am Sound. And what we talked about was a topic that I found super inspiring and I just really wanted to share it with you on here on Mind the Music. And what we talked about is how to promote yourself without social media. Can you believe it in this day and age? Yes, it is still possible. And Nat has such an interesting take on this topic. So you definitely, definitely have to check this one out. I'm really sure that you will take away a lot from it. But before we dive into the conversation, let's listen to a little bit of music first. Let's ease in into the Sunday really nicely and then have an inspiring conversation. Enjoy. Thank you. 
demons on him. And that's what happened. When Jesus Christ talked to him, and Jesus Christ stretched his hand, the demons were just coming out of him. They were just coming out of him. Because they're going to demons are running by you. They're out on the road. It's not like he's being allowed to sneak in like that. Yeah. There's some demons outside there.
Hello, everybody. I am really, really excited for the next talk. It's a topic I am myself very interested in, and um, I am pretty sure you will get so much insight from this. Um, so before we dive into this, just a quick introduction. Um, Nat, I will let you do the honors. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? And how do you like to be addressed? Okay, that's a good question. Well, hello. Thank you for having me, first and foremost. Uh, so my name's Nat Rich. I am the creative director and founder of I Am Sound, the radio station, so the wellness radio station, and the uh, the Great Start, which is the the breakfast show that I host. And um, I'm from Yorkshire, in the north of England. And I have a background in the music industry. I used to own a radio syndication company, and I've worked in sustainability. I've been an entrepreneur probably all my life but no probably seriously taking something serious since my 30, early 30s that was like five years ago and um, I also host um, another company that I have um, which is called Unfuck Your Life sorry for swearing but it's basically to help you um, unravel all the stuff that is blocking you and we do webinars around money uh, you know finance strategy looking at your emotions your awkwardness your boundaries all those things that are relevant um, but from a kind of personal development angle Okay, awesome. And how do you like to be addressed? What's your favorite pronoun? <laughs> uh, oh, you, you can. People shout, "Oi!" And I answer. I really am not fussy. I don't mind. You can you can use it in any way, shape, or form. Um, miss, if you want. Cool. We'll go. With <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, so for the topic of today, it's something that I find really intriguing. Um, I've had a lot of conversations already in my work and just in general. Um, with artists and aspiring artists and just people in general, you know, like you and I who have companies or brands that we want to get out there, obviously. Uh, we want to make a living doing what we love. Um, and then obviously the question is always, how do I promote that? How do I get visible? But we are in the age of social media. So the question to you is, how do you do that without social media or at least without having to rely solely on social media? Yeah. Good question. Um, well, as you know, which is the reason you asked me, I don't have any social media at all. Um, I don't have a Twitter, don't have a Facebook, don't have an Instagram. Um, I have a Pinterest board just because I'm happy pinning. Um, and I have a LinkedIn, but I don't do anything with it. Um, but I, yeah, I came off social media over a year ago and it changed my life. I have more, I've, you know, I've got more contacts. I've slept better. I've had uh, more money coming through my bank accounts, I have had more press, and I am far more focused on what it is I'm doing. And um, I really have to look into that, and I, you know, and I have to explain for me, I mean, this is, I can only ever speak for what's happened for me, but yeah. I look at everything in a very clear way. So I look at everything metaphysically. So physically is all the stuff that you can see in this world and in this reality around you. So if you're looking at your cup, it's physically in front of you. But the energy that is around us is definitely there as well. And it's the metaphysical realm. And the way I look at things and the way I describe it very clearly is that um, if you tune into Radio 1 and you're tuned into that radio station, you can hear it very clearly, loud and clear, and you are certain that it's there and it exists. And that's the only thing that's going on right now. But however, it, there's, you know, there's Radio 2, Radio BBC Radio 2, 3 and 4, and they still exist even though you're not tuned into them. So those other frequencies are around you and they exist around you. And you're, you know, whenever you tune anything in on the radio, you'll get a little shh kind of muffled. If it's not quite right, it doesn't quite, it's not audible and it doesn't sit well. And it's hard for the listener. And I think about it in the sense of whatever you're doing in life, you have to be in tune with what you're doing because otherwise there's all this distortion and it doesn't quite land in the right way to other people it doesn't quite sit with yourself it's uncomfortable quite a lot of the time it's a frustrating feeling and that for me is the way that i i look at my life so if i'm not a hundred percent in line with something or in tune with it why am i doing it now it the question is looking at your how do you get your brand out there without you know the use of social media but i i bring it back very clearly to who I am as a person. Now, I needed to change an awful lot of things in my life for me to come into alignment with what it is I'm meant to do in my life. And that was a difficult process. That was a personal development journey. It was a deep, deep self-work journey and I've been on it for almost 12 years. Mm -hmm. And it involved an awful lot of meditation. Unfortunately, I know people like a quick answer, but for me, 
realizing that you know meditation was a key to my life and in the meditation is the silence and in between the noises there's a silence and that silence is golden because in that space you get to feel and you can feel whether something's right for you. you can feel whether something's wrong for you you can feel how you feel about something you can you know develop your understanding of your own feelings and your awareness and, and where you actually sit with something and the more you tune into yourself via meditation and the more you tune into who you are, the clearer the message becomes. So if you were to put music out, for example, and you didn't feel like it was quite right and you're like, oh, I'm not really sure, there might be something stopping you from putting that music out there. And it could be emotions from the past. It could be judgments from when you were 13 and someone said that you were crap at what you do. It could be that somebody else had just put something out that's gone massive and you know them and you don't feel like you can follow that. It could be a number of things, but it doesn't mean it's your truth. It's yeah. just you with a set of emotions around a certain thing that's happened in your life. And you're now judging your present music or your present piece of art based on what's happened to you previously. And that can block you. So then if you try and just put this thing out anyway, because you know you need to put something out and it's, you know, you're thinking, right, well, I've got a social media schedule. I need to put something out. What will my content be this week? And you put that content out with all this distortion and all of these, un, un, you know, un kind of, concentrated feelings shall we say and you it's not your highest vibration it's not who you really are it's a distorted version of your content that you're putting out into the world and you hope people will receive it loud and clear but it comes with a whole lot of other metaphysical messages that aren't really there for everyone to see straight away but they can feel it and this yeah. is the whole thing about music is that you can feel into every track you know where that person's come from when they've made something and you know how it makes you feel mm -hmm. and this need to put things out in social media because we just have to do it because it's thursday morning or because we've got a content plan it doesn't flow with life and i talk about flow in the sense of if you think of a figure of eight and i talk about this with lots of my clients and lots of people that i work with and my friends and family is i always say you need to close the loop and what I mean by is there's two halves to a figure of eight. And one half is your half, the other half is where you want your music to go or how you want it to be received or the other person in the relationship, whatever it is. You can only be responsible for your half. And if you're willing to clear up your half and make sure that all that distortion's gone and all of that content's you know, been looked at properly and all your emotions are in check and in line, which largely sits with meditation, if you're willing to do that, and you've done what you can, you've closed your own loop, which is your own half, which is all you're ever in control of, but yeah. you've given it, because everything's a mirror in this life, we get back what we put out, right. and if you've cleaned up your part, you can then put that onto the world and they'll receive it loud and clear. They'll receive the cleanness, the, the effectiveness, they'll, the real emotion, the, you know, everything that you've been through, it will be well received because you sorted it out. It came from a higher vibration within you. And I don't mean to sound too spiritually minded, but it is, you know, everything is made of sound. So you need to understand sound and what distorts sound. And, and usually it's emotions, because you know, whatever distorts our peace and our quiet and our silence, it's the emotions and the constant mm -hmm. mocking chatter. That in itself causes you a problem. So it's not coming from the right place. And then you want it to be received and it isn't, and it takes you back into a mind mangle, mangle, don't even know what that word means, but it takes you back into a mind mess of feeling that you're not loved, feeling that no one respects you or feeling that no one cares and then you feel rejected. So you've gone through this cycle of putting out something that you weren't necessarily, you know, taking much care on and then you've got something that back where people haven't really taken much care and then you, you say, oh well I'm crap or I'm not good enough and it's not because you're not good enough. It's because you didn't take away the distortion. You didn't look at the energy of it. You just put it out because you feel the social media pressure to do so. Yeah, and I also feel like what you said earlier about it has to be clear, it reminds me of this quote by Brene Brown, clear is kind and unclear is unkind. Mm -hmm. So if you send yeah. it out, as you mentioned, that's what will be received. It won't be clear, it won't be kind, people won't be able to emotionally connect to it. And that's in the end what you do. We're all humans especially when it comes to music there's emotion there that's what you connect with so if that's not clear it's really difficult to, to find that connection and then you only have disconnect obviously um i also liked what you said about um you know that you can only work with what's on your side of the of the number eight mm -hmm. um, i also always say this to my clients 
this is really about focus on what you can control and not on what you can't control. And that side is something that you can control. As you also mentioned, you can take care of your thoughts, your feelings, you know, clean up your own side. And that's what I like to call taking inspired action. It's action backed by your values, by your biggest motivation, your, your deepest passion, and just your authentic truth, you know. Um, and I think that's definitely something that a lot of people do miss um, when it comes to putting themselves out there. And they expect instant gratification. They expect instantly that something's going to work. And I think that's also the issue with social media a lot of times. Yeah. That causes a lot of unnecessary pressure. Mm -hmm. And yeah, in all honesty, when people say to me, why did you, why did you leave social media? Why don't you have it? And I, there's no other way I could describe this. I wasn't the best version of myself on social media. And what I was putting out was fine, but it was my, the way I looked at things. Cause I didn't, I didn't have loads of selfies. I had a few videos and I used to do videos in the morning and people loved them. And I got, I got a lot because they were coming from a good place and I got a lot back, but it was my scrolling in between that was atrocious because I would be a one in comparison I would be then looking at people, so people would talk to me and tell me how crap they felt and they'd be crying to me saying, oh my God, I hate this or I hate that. 30 seconds later, they'd be on social media with a different life story, with a different picture, with a different, you know, an absolute lie, but yeah. they were putting that out. And I then started to feel like I wasn't, you know, I'm like, I'm surrounded by people that are lying all the time. And, and I wanted to live in this place of truth, which is the highest order and it's so difficult and it's not an easy path to do. And I know that, and I, I've been experiencing that every day. It's not easy, but you know, I didn't want to keep seeing these constant lies and it happened a lot. And then I would see other people doing things for, you know, knowing why they're doing things. I'm, you know, I'm telepathic. I'm very intuitive. I'm, I'm psychic as well. And I have a, a very, very, how do we say it? I can just pick stuff up a million miles away and, and it just attacks my head and it's I've got no choice of getting away from it. It's like, bam, this is what's happening. And I was getting that from social media and I was seeing that in people and it's very hard for me not to judge. To, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I was thinking, I don't want to judge these people, but I can't help it. And I just really wasn't, and no one can tell me that they're on social media and they just scroll and it doesn't affect them. No one can tell me that's an absolute lie. It has an effect on everyone. But whether you're willing to verbalize how negative it can make you or how, um, you know, not the greatest version of yourself or how low you feel, I'm all out. Like it made me not the greatest person because I was constantly judging people or I was thinking, oh, I'm not as good as, or I don't look at, and I was in this comparison zone and I'm like, I don't need this. It's like, why would I carry on bitching in the playground? You yeah. leave the playground and you grow up. And I needed to leave the playground, which I felt was the playground. People can still be on it, it's up to them. But for me, that's not gonna serve me. It's not gonna yeah. make me feel any better. So I thought I need to change my life plan and, and move off it. And you very quickly get to see who your friends are. Mm. And, and that was a very quick cleanup process. <laughs> so yeah, can you speak, speak into that a little bit more? So what happened after you started to leave? You already hinted at it in the beginning, but so, specifically on a personal level and then on the other hand um, on a on a more business work level what happened for you once you left social media so on a personal level you have way more time so i i do understand that when you're not on social media and you have more time more stuff comes up it's that silence again that we look at is in that space between the noise there's yourself and if you're not happy with yourself you'll find it very uncomfortable and that's when people do have addictions. They do go on social media. They do try and bring themselves out of that mini space of silence. But I knew that that silence was golden and that something good was going to come from it. So as no matter how uncomfortable it got and no matter how I sat there and thought, oh, you know, these people haven't contacted me. I didn't, in the end of the day, I knew I was going to get something out of it. And I held out. And I, you know, years ago, I gave up um, alcohol. I, no, I gave up drugs first. I, I had a lovely time on drugs, but not anymore. Um, I gave up drugs first, and then a year later I gave up alcohol. And a year later after that, oh, less than that actually, I gave up sex for three years. And I gave up all these things, and every time I gave something up, my life got better in some way, but it got shit, sorry. It got terrible first. And <laughs> that, it was very, I do often, I, I'm a northerner, sorry. But it, well, got terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, got, it got terrible first, because all the things I'd been ignoring, and I'd been trying to be, oh, that's not me, that's not me, that's me. They just came up. 
and I, you know, they engulfed me and I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is my life, it's painful. But that is where the growth is. If you can face all that pain and you can face all the stuff that comes up and right. you're willing to work through it and move beside it, there's something better on the other side because everything has a, you know, a beginning and an end. Mm. Everything changes. So even if it comes up and it feels too intense, that too shall pass. Something's going to come up later that's better. And so I was sticking with it and it was hard to, you know, lots of people didn't reach out. And I, at the time when I gave up social media, I'd uh, broken my back as well. So I, um, I also had this experience where I was, I would have loved more people to reach out to me and say, hey, Nat, how are you? But I was in victim stage. I was, you know, in bed for six months, couldn't really do much. Yeah. But I got to see who really cared and who didn't. And it's not that they don't care because they hate you, it's just because they've got their own lives. Mm. And you can't lay there and be like, oh my God, that person hates me because they just have their own stuff to deal with. Yeah, so it's, not, it's not. It's yeah. not at all. And it's and that was a hard process to go through, whether it's personal, whether it's not. And even if it is personal, maybe that person doesn't like you. That's all right. There's going to okay. be 10 people that do, if you, as long as you're not a complete idiot. But there's going to be 10 people that do. And, you know, this, this thing is, it's not when you talk about music, putting yourself out there is one thing. Putting the version out there of yourself and who you actually like is another thing entirely. Because you can put yourself out there any day of the week. It's not hard. Mm. It, do you like the version of yourself that's going out? Are you interested in that version of yourself? Would you like that version of yourself if you met you? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, that's what you need to work on. So, and that's reflected in your music and in your art and in your personality. And, and on a business level, um, things... I realize I have a vast network. I talk to people on the bus, I'm a northerner, this is what we do. We, you know, we talk to everyone and anyone. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I've had chats with amazing people. And even if you don't talk to people all the time, even if you're not super sociable like I am, you will have met people in your life. You know people. Who do those people think you are? If those people like you, they'll do business with you. Because you don't have to be in a digital age to realize that sales isn't about the product, it's about the person. It always has been. If you're a nice person, people will buy into what you're selling, even if they don't like it sometimes, just because they like you. So we're not here to say, oh, it doesn't look good and it's not branded right and it hasn't got enough traction and I haven't got enough likes and I haven't got enough comments. Actually, do those people really care about you because they like you? Because I tell you something, if, you, if you're good to them and you're a nice person and you're kind, they'll never forget you. And when you're selling something that they believe in and they want to buy in, they'll buy it. Mm -hmm. there's, no other, there's no other way of doing it. So for me, building a business in the sense of making it work and you know what can I do I thought oh you know in the beginning you're like oh what do people want do they like it and I thought you know what I'm looking at it again from the outside and I'm looking at it now from the inside where I'm like well what do I like and I sat with myself in the mirror as I always do and I have conversations with my higher self which makes me sound like a weirdo but it happens and um she said to me what do you think people like about you what do you think people like about your life and I'm like I, I don't know no idea and it's like well, what do you like and I'm like well I love conspiracy theories I love stories and adventures I love alternative history I love, you know and as I'm talking about these things that I love and personal development my face was lighting up in the mirror and I was so happy and my higher self was like do that do what you love and whoever loves it too will come and I'm like oh that's pretty simple and you hear that but it was just a, a penny dropped and I thought okay and I created a business in the color theme that I wanted and all the things I wish I could have learned back in the day when I first started my spiritual path. And I created I Am Sound, which was originally a platform for personal development. And I created it out of all the fun things that I learned along the way, but I've got really good ideas about how to get past those blocks when you have them. And I make it really kid-like and I use Lego and I use toys and people <laughs> love it because I take them back to being a kid. And, and but because I'm happy, I'm playing when I'm doing it. If, I've got, if I'm coaching someone, I'm not coaching someone like it's draining my energy. I'm like, oh my God, I get to play Lego, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna do, and I use little toys, which you yeah. can see here. I've got, you can't see them because it's probably not in the video, but I've got like Care Bears and toys and trolls. Yeah. And, stuff. <laughs> and, and I use the stuff that I love and I get excited about it. So other people get excited about it. So when I started the radio station, you know, long story short I, I thought right what kind of radio station do I want and I didn't make it for anyone else I made it for myself and yeah. I thought what do I want to listen to the radio every day so I thought right we'll start with the birds in the morning then we'll do meditation music or yoga music then we'll do classical music because that's what I listen to in the mornings and then we'll do a talk show because then I'm ready to start my day and I'll do a talk show and then it'll be banging tunes in the afternoon and then in the evening it's 
a story, like you go to bed with a book and then it's chill out sound healing. And it was my day on my station in the way I loved it. And then I put it to the world because I was fully happy with it and in alignment with it. And now everyone's like, oh my God, I love that too. So my tribe will come because they love what I do because it's from the right place. Yeah, because they resonate with you and what you're about. And you know, there's more than enough people for you out there. And you cannot be everything to everybody either. So no, I did try. I did try for a long time. I wanted that to work by everyone, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's fun day to find out. <laughs> True. So just to round up, what would be your number one tip for people who want to um, get started on networking? Like the the very first next best step on how to get started with this. Okay, um, the next best step. Nearly everyone I know has a phone, and in that phone is a list of contacts. And in that list of contacts are all the people that you've met at random parties at three o'clock in the morning, or they're at festivals that you've met, or you've met them on a bus, or wherever you've met them. You've met them. You remember them. They remember you more than likely. Reach out to them. Don't hard sell them, but just tap back in and say, hey, how you doing? Make a connection, make a friend, because people buy from their friends. Not always right. in the beginning, so that would be nice if they did, but in the end, people buy from people they like and they want you to be their friend. So make friends. Yeah. Go back through your contacts list and say, do you know what? I'd love to ask you a question and you might not have it because this is the other important thing, actually. Not everyone has time. Yeah. It it's not time for you. It doesn't mean it's, it's horrible. It just means not everyone has time. Mm. And so if you reach out and you say, hey, I've got this plan. I'm thinking of doing it. I know you're probably busy right now, but this is something you'd be interested in listening to if I sent it to you. Would you mind listening to it? I'm not selling you anything, I just want to know. And yeah. then they're like, yeah, okay. Or you can do a blanket message to everyone. And then the ones that don't like it will send you one back saying, please take me off a message. And you can actually put that. I did it this morning, actually, with my radio show. I sent it out to 160 people, and on the end of it, I'm just like, actually, some of you might not care. You don't, just let me know, and I'll take you off the list. And it was, like, awkward, but at the same time, it was it was the truth. Yeah. You might not give a damn about Nat's radio show, and that's okay. Some people will. <laughs> And there's a little part of my heart that goes, oh, I want people to love me. And then there's the other part. Yeah, grow up. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think it just really takes it back to basics. It's simple. It's clear. So there you go. Everybody out there, you know what to do. Grab your phone. Just <laughs> check your contacts and start reconnecting with people. Nat, thank you so, so much for this conversation. I really learned a lot. I really enjoyed it. And I'm pretty sure everybody watching will do so too.
So there you go. I hope you have learned a lot about how to promote yourself, how to get yourself, your music, your brand out there without relying on social media. Now, before I go, there are two things that I want to share with you. And they are both about supporting you, especially during these times. Um, I know from experience working with my clients that you know, anxiety pressure right now really is heightened. And so the first thing that I wanted to share is that I'm currently offering a limited spots, um, limited amount of spots for free coaching calls. So if you're interested in getting supported by me and getting clarity and real points to think on about what is currently blocking you, um, if you really want to hone in on your motivations and prioritize what really truly matters to you right now, then just know that I have a free coaching spot available for you. You can just um, claim yours over at theunicornmothership.com forward slash free call. And secondly, Nat wants to let you know that if you're currently a music industry professional who's looking to make a shift, probably a much needed shift, um, again, these are really trialing times, challenging times, then know that she is offering um, mentoring sessions. And so if you're interested in unfucking your life, literally, then Nat is your person. And you can find Nat over at whereisnatat.com. So whereisnatat.com. Check it out and really let us support you. We're here for you. And thank you again for tuning in, for listening to Mind the Music. And I hope I will catch you next time for another episode. Bye.